Hello and welcome to Tex Talks Extra. I am Tex and today I am talking to a 21-year-old singer-songwriter who's been growing her fan base slowly and steadily since the release of her first single back in 2019. I am, of course, talking about Anika Kiana. Anika, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I am great. How are you? I'm good. I'm enjoying the rainy weather in Cape Town today. I feel like winter is finally here. Where are you? Are you in Cape Town as well? Yes, I am in Cape Town at the moment, but I'm not enjoying the winter weather at all. I feel like it's so depressing. Like, I love the sun, so I'm not really enjoying it. (laughs) No, you need to make yourself a nice cup of tea and you need to grab a blankie and you need to pop open Netflix and find something cool. Like, I don't know. So I, I always, when it's this kind of weather... And, you know, I want to put on like some trashy Netflix. So, so some Selling Sunset or some, some, the, the, the one with all the Asians, all the rich Asians in LA. I love that. That's amazing. Oh, I love that movie. That was a good movie. Oh my God. The best. But tell me, where in Cape Town did you grow up? I grew up, um, well, originally I grew up in Milneton, Milneton area. Um, and now I'm living Bloberg side at the moment. Um, yeah, so I would say I'm a Molniton girl, I guess. Okay, so that's really not like a when it rains down there. <laughs> like, yeah, not at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And tell me, when did you foster love for music? Like, did you develop your talents at school or was it after hours or was it both at the same time? Damn, um, I would pretty much say it's um, it was both at the same time. I actually developed a love for music at a very, very early age. I would say about five, maybe. I always wow. just loved singing and um, performing in general. I, I used to do dancing as well. So I've, I've always been a sort of a performer. It's my favorite thing to do, perform for people. And um, when I was five, I don't know if you know um, SingStar, that game, that singing game that you can play mm. on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So I used to sing. I used to sing for my family and um, perform little songs for them, and that was my favorite thing to do. So I sort of developed a love then, and carried it through to um, to my high school, where I basically took part in all the the school shows they had to offer, the musicals, and I was a lead a lead character in all of those. And so my love just further developed for music, and I was like, no, this is this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, I can't picture myself doing anything else. That's amazing. So it sounds like you also had a pretty supportive uh, base at home because I think kids that show from an early age that they are, you know, inherently very talented when it comes to music and other forms of of, of the arts, uh, if they're not nurtured at school, they're also nurtured at home. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. so how was how was the the support from your parents? Um, I must be honest. My parents are amazing uh, with their support. They've they've supported me since day one. Um, they, you know, a lot of parents I would say struggle with accepting that their mm. their kid wants to wants to be a creative instead of doing an all office job. Um, yeah. But I must be quite honest. My parents are are very very awesome. Um, they are my biggest support system. They they root for me. They. Hype me up on days when I don't feel motivated. Um, they really are the best. I've really got the best parents. 
Yo, you are lucky. I know there are a lot of um, up and coming musicians uh, who listen to this podcast who don't have the support that you have. So, you know, it, it, I really feel like it does make a difference in an artist's life to have that, you Definitely. know, that backing of, yeah, of their parents. But, but tell me, after leaving school and, you know, trying to figure out your sound and after you realized that this is what you wanted to do, you meet the Lockenville boys and I've got a massive soft spot for them. They're really, really good dudes. And, and you featured nice on, people. you featured on one of their songs on tribes and angels. And how did you end up deciding that you were going to join their label? So after working with them and I think about, was it 2019? I think it was um, end of 2019. We actually met up at this producer's um, studio. His name's Amin Haran. And I met them there for the first time. We were actually working on a track for Amin's um, sort of unreleased unreleased set of, I don't know, music that, that he hasn't released yet. And um, mm-hmm. I met them then. And I think from there, they sort of decided um, that they wanted me to be on the EP. They got hold of me and they, they asked if I could just add in some light vocals. And I was like, amazing. Like, I think they're great guys. And so um, they approached me um, one of the days last year. I think it was 2021, beginning of last year, and um, asked if they could have a meeting with me. And I said, sure. Um, always bring my dad along to those meetings <laughs> uh, just for some support. And um, I had a meeting with them. Um, I was super happy with what they had to offer me. And yeah, I, I just work really well with them as well. Um, very easy people to work with, very understanding and yeah, they, they're very supportive of me as well. Um, they're a great support support structure as well. They're always hyping me up and make me feel good about myself. So, yeah, definitely a good choice. And how was that first experience of working in studio with them uh, on one of their songs that featured on that album? It was amazing because I grew up listening to them. So getting to actually work with them in studio and um, I I asked them so many questions like about how they did it you know um, got to hear a bit of their background which was awesome Um, it was it was it was like a full circle experience put it that way Um, it was insane that's amazing I remember first hearing your name when you released Gotta Leave featuring Nasty C tell me how that collab came about because it's Nasty C's like one yeah. of the biggest and best rappers in the country, which uh, is incredible. And that song is so good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Tell me how that uh, collab came about. Okay, so uh, it's actually a very long story, but I'm going to try and um, give you a short one. Kind oh, of. Give me the um, long brain, version. You want, you want the long version? Here. Okay. Give me <laughs> okay, the long okay. version. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, when I was in high school, um in grade 11 i went on i don't know if you know the show hectic 99 the tv show yes Mm -hmm. so i went on there with a couple of my um um, peers from school because we had just won a um a competition for we performed one like um the show at grand west was this high school jam competition and we'd won so we got a feature on hectic 99 and he was there the same day as well as youngster cpt 
And so got to meet both of them, introduced myself um, and took some photos, got a photo of them, which which is still out there now. It's on social media, which is, which is so cool. Um, also a full circle moment. And ever since that day, I thought he was such a humble dude. Like I started listening to his music and following him and just became like, you know, this huge fan of his music. He's literally my favorite rapper. So the fact that I got to work with him is insane. Amazing. And then um, in about 2019... Um, so this was that was 2017 and in about 2019 um i decided to message him on instagram i was like you know what i'm just gonna shoot my shot here what are the chances you know <laughs> this guy this guy's got like two like over two million followers there's no ways he's gonna reply but you know what let me just try and i messaged him sent him this whole long paragraph saying like i love like his music and i would love to um, feature him on one of my songs one day and this is also when I was just starting out. So everything was exciting to me. And he'd responded three days later um, saying that um, he thinks I'm super talented and um, he would like to work with me in the future and all this stuff. And that was absolutely mind blowing. And um, later on that year, I'd pretty much scheduled um, to meet up with him in Joburg. And it didn't go as planned because um, basically he had a last minute flight to Zambia. I think it was, it was in Babwe, I can't remember. He was performing a show and it was last minute and um, he had to leave quite fast. So I was like, listen, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. I will literally drive to the airport just so that I can meet you. You know, um, it's always good to do those kind of things because, you know, I feel like if people see the more effort you put in, the more they would want to work with you, I guess. I don't know. I just yes. wanted, I didn't want him, I wanted him to see who I was and to remember me for doing that. Um, so I did it. I went to the airport and I saw him. I said, hello. We got to chatting a bit uh, just before his flight. And um, yeah, it was crazy. And then after that, we, we just carried on keeping in contact, you know, showing support over social media. And then in 2020, at the end of 2020 or beginning of 2021, I can't remember. I think it was beginning of 2021. I sent him three songs. Um, no, actually, you're sorry. There's this is so much that happened. Um, yeah, I was I on my way to all of it. <laughs> okay. I was on my way to a camping trip uh, with my friends and I got a call from him on WhatsApp. Just, just a call. No messaging, oh my nothing. God. And I, my heart just dropped because I'm going in and out of signal. I'm going to a place where there's no signal at all. Oh, my God. So I was literally freaking out. Um, we eventually stopped because I'm driving on a road where there's no signal. He couldn't hear me. I couldn't hear him. It was crazy. And I stopped and uh, just chatted to him. And he was like, listen, uh, send me over some songs that you want me to be on. And I said, what? I said, okay, of course. Um, I sent him over a few songs. Um I think Gotta Leave was one of them, but it wasn't like a finished product yet. So it was actually quite pointless sending it over to him then. Um, and then he said, okay, cool. He's going to see what he can do. And then didn't didn't really hear anything back. And then um, I think a few months later, I messaged him again over Instagram because his number changes all the time. Um, so <laughs> I messaged him again over Instagram and I said, um, listen, I've got something that I want you to be on. I think it would be amazing if you could hop on this. And I sent God a leave to him. And within uh, a few weeks, literally just before the day of um, 
my mix and like the final mix and master session of the song like before he even had sent anything the song was literally just going to be released without him with no feature he literally sent his verse a day before the session and I was like oh my gosh this is so crazy like it's such a meant to be situation and I woke up to this message and I absolutely freaked out like I went ran to my parents um told them like he sent his verse over we got it done as soon as possible and that's that's pretty much how it happened he's always been a huge support of me and yeah he's he's just really cool I really look up to him such a nice guy yes moral of the story sometimes you've just got to shoot your shot I love it I love it (laughs) what made you settle on gotta leave as the single I don't know I feel like because a lot of my songs um I've got a lot of variety so Mm-hmm. I think that song specifically fit like his sort of like his sound the best because it's got a bit of like trap drums you know it's got a bit of a hip-hop feel to it as well as like um a pop feel so it, it had like a mixture of both and I was like okay cool um this is the best one also it's so catchy so I was like have to uh, my other songs were very like too pop so I didn't think he would he would suit suited very well um I wanted to pick something that he would also feel comfortable with you know otherwise I I felt like he wouldn't want to wouldn't want to be on the song so yeah that's how I chose it and then after working with him Nasty C goes and says and I'm quoting here that you have a voice of gold I mean that must be quite lovely to hear right like this dude that you absolutely love really respect his work now he's on a track of yours and he's saying that you know you've got you've got an incredible voice. I mean, that must be that's like milestone stuff. It it literally is. It's it's honestly the best feeling ever. I can't even explain how happy it made me feel to watch him say those um to say those words on the video. And uh, I I really just have so much respect for him. He he really yeah he means a lot to me. Like in the industry, um, yeah. And then your latest single, Knock Boy. Firstly, well done. It's a great track. Thank you so much. It's about a pure narcissist, right? Like this boy is toxic. And listening to it, I really felt like it came from a place of power now. Like, you know, you've been through something and this is what you've learned. What do you hope people who are in similar situations feel when they listen to the song? Well, my initial idea of the song um, was to sort of take like a sarcastic approach to it because I'm a very, like, I'm not a serious person. So Mm -hmm. I make a joke pretty much out of anything. (laughs) Um, Even though uh, what this person put me through was um, very serious, um, caused a lot of emotional damage and... um, I just, I just thought, let me, let me take a light approach to the situation. Um, made it a fun song, made it a fun sounding song. Um, so the whole song was sarcastic up until the bridge point uh, where I was like, quit the act, stop pretending like you know me. You're not all that boy. I'm here in my own league. And that's pretty much me telling this, this person off. Like that's me being serious. And what I want people to to take from the song when they hear it um, is that I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel that 
They should never let someone else um, tell them who they are or who they should be. And yeah, I really hope that they um, that when they listen to this, they do feel that way. Um, I hope they can relate um, to the things that I'm saying. And if they do relate to it, you know, make a change in their lives to not be with that person anymore or to really just tell that person off and cut them off completely. Um, and just, I hope they really listen to themselves um, moving forward. That's that's what I want them to take from the song. Yeah, I think it's really important that people like you are writing songs like this because sometimes people find themselves in really hopeless relationships and hopeless situations and they feel like there's no way out, you know, and they, they, yeah. they sit with their thoughts and their feelings and... They feel like they're so isolated and they're the only person in the world who's feeling this way. So it's important to listen to a song like this and be like, to remember, I'm not alone. You know, it's not the end of the world. And remember your worth. I think that's also the most important thing. 100%. I mean, I thought I was the only person um, going through this until I released the song. And so many people, I got messages from so many people saying that they've been in um, a relationship with a narcissist. Or I even got a message from this one um, woman saying that she was married to a narcissist for 10 years. And she she couldn't wait for the song to come out. It, It was actually, it was insane. It was insane, the response I got. I was also in a relationship with a narcissist. It didn't last very long, thank God, because I <laughs> I woke up and I realized that um, I was making a gigantic mistake. But um, yeah, it's it's I I feel that woman's pain. I feel your pain, um, and yeah, shame. <laughs> I'm glad you got out of that one. <laughs> I me too, me too, and I I I'm I'm with an absolute king now. So oh, um, I'm happy to hear who, that. Thank you. That's that's very that's very sweet. That's very kind. But also, <clears throat> I'm sure that your uh, uh, the person that you were writing about, I'm sure he's listened to the song, and oh, yeah. uh, and I'm I, I I'm, I'm sure when he was listening to his Spotify playlist or his Apple Music playlist or whatever streaming thing he uses, and then you know, oh, here's your song playlisted on like a bunch <laughs> of playlists. <laughs> oh, damn! Yeah. And, like I. I, I'm very, I, I'm so like incredibly proud of how well the song is doing on streaming. Like how, how do you feel, you know, waking up to the song being on like a whole bunch of pop playlists and, you know, new Music Friday playlists? Like it must be amazing. It is super amazing. Like obviously that's pretty much the highlight of my day, um, finding out stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've been feeling so weird lately and like, um, how do I say like sort of it's, it's it's almost like when you when you're about to release a song there's so much hype and excitement and then once the song's out there it's like wow I just did that now I just feel really unmotivated like what now but then you receive all the stats and stuff on the daily and you get people messaging you um you know saying like how much your your music has helped them through things or um just generally being such kind people saying that they hope I succeed and um, yeah, the support I get, I'm just really so grateful for because without that, like it would be very hard for me to, to keep going and um, to keep doing this thing. But um, it is what I love. And um, I think the people um, that follow me and um, the people around me just make it that much more easier um, just to keep going, to keep pushing. So you're still riding high on 
all of this incredible success from Narcboy, but what is the next goal, the next challenge, the next project that you're working on? So I'm meaning to release my first body of work this year. Um, I'm looking at an EP um, of about maybe five or six songs, probably six. Um, I'm really looking to dig deep with this one, though. I'm wanting it to be quite an emotional one um, because I feel like my my songs my songs do always speak truth um and i just feel like the stuff that i'm wanting to release is just um on a lot more emotional and deeper level like i feel like anyone who listens to it is just going to sort of get to know me a bit more that's epic that's epic i can't wait i I'm, i follow you on instagram i try not to be a creepy stalker but <laughs> um i look forward to seeing all the amazing things that you're going to do but anika we've reached the part of this podcast right that i like to call this or that welcome to this or that with text where i give you two things to choose from and then you pick which one you prefer and you don't have to say why oh. you picked that thing unless you want to say it, okay? Okay, I literally, can I just tell you, I literally love games. So you doing this is amazing. Like, I love this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I'm super ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, we'll start with the easy one. <coughs> Coffee or tea? Tea. Okay, tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Do you have any? I've I've got one on my right arm. Um, a lot of people think it's silly, but it has meaning to me. I got it with my best friend, who I've been friends with for like fourteen years now. Um, we, yeah, we got matching ones. It says um, so. Basically, the T is in brackets, and then it says there, and then the T is in brackets. So basically, it's like there or here. No matter where we go, we'll always find our way back to each other. That's pretty much the meaning of that it's the only one i have oh, i'm gonna get more though <laughs> cute. yeah listen once you get your ask the lock and bill boys right once you get your first tattoo <laughs> there's no going it. back there's no going back it's over okay next yeah. question island holiday or big city holiday mm, island holiday okay so now with that in mind seychelles or maldives Maldives. Oh, yes, me too. Oh, I've always <laughs> wanted to go. Um, craft beer or craft gin? Oh, they're both so gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cra- I'll just say craft gin because beer is terrible. I know. I don't drink beer either. I think it's horrible. <laughs> I've never yeah, said that is. on this podcast before. It's just, I hate <laughs> the taste of beer. I just can't deal with it. If you had to choose, though, like your drink of choice, what would it be? Um, To be honest, I have ruined every single alcohol option for myself. <laughs> but my go-to one, the, the thing that I never get tired of is red wine. Red wine is amazing. Yum. What kind of red wine is like your favorite, would you say? Um, I don't know exact things. I'm not very good with the names, but I just always go for cab sav of anything. Okay. All right. That's good. You like you like a nice yeah. full-bodied wine. That's that's so yeah. going into winter now, you know, you don't like winter, so just <laughs> a nice glass of cab sav to get you through winter. <laughs> that's what you need. Yeah, I'm going to definitely. <laughs> okay. So next question. Long walks on the beach or 
Long walks up the mountain. Long walks on the beach. Nice. Nice. Do you have um, any pets, any dogs, maybe living in Bloberg, taking for a walk on the beach? Uh, I do have two dogs, um, Lily and Charlie, both girls. Um, they are not good on the beach. They are actually horrible. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie's scared of the sand, so she can't even step on the sand. Like she literally hops around because she's scared of everything. So now <laughs> we just take them around the neighborhood and um, when we walk them. Oh, what kind of dogs are they? Dogs are my everything. I'm obsessed. Oh no, no, same. Like our dogs are everything. Um. So they're actually mixed breed. We, we rescued them. So Lily is a cross between like a border collie and apparently a Maltese poodle. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. She's, she's super fluffy though. But she looks more border collie. Um, and then Charlie looks half lab, half pit bull. Oh, what an interesting mix. Okay, you have to DM me yeah. like a photo of them because I'm obsessed. Okay. And, then I'll, and then I'll send you a photo of my fluffles. Okay, deal. I'm going to do it straight after this. Okay, cool. All right. And then second last question. Indian food or Italian food? Oof, Italian. The pasta. Okay, oh, yes. So good. Yes. My girl. Okay, and then last question <clears throat> in light of the Italian food answer. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. I don't like pizza. Okay. You don't like pizza? No, I worked for a pizza company and then a pizza restaurant for like two uh, years. So I'm so it over it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, no, I get you. What kind of pasta? If you could if you could have like a nice glass of Cab Sav and a plate of pasta, what would your dish of choice be? Alfredo, for sure. Yum. Oh, my God. I'm so hungry now. <laughs> yeah, same, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, luckily, but... Also, not luckily, because um, I could do this all day. We've come to the end of Text Talks Extra. Uh, luckily, so that we can go and get ourselves some food, because we're both super hungry now after this chat. But unluckily, because I could sit here and talk to you all day. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you, Anika, and I wish you all the success Likewise. going forward in, in, in the rest of your year. And you have to promise me that when you release the EP, you come back and then we can talk about that because I know there are going to be some juicy stories on there too. <laughs> yes, definitely. I do promise that. And it's been absolutely lovely talking with you today. Um, it's actually probably the highlight of my day. I really, really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Text Talks. A huge shout out to Tom's, the only music store for always having our backs technically. Remember to follow Text Talks on all socials and subscribe and rate on whatever platforms you stream your podcasts on. Head on over to texttalks.com for all our previous episodes. And remember, that's Tex with a double X. From me, your host, Tex, producers Jonathan Ings and Matthew Lewitz, and research and associate producer Al Clapper. Catch you on the flip side.